This is the Married Man Podcast, home of the warrior husband, and I'm Brian Bandis of The Married Man. This is episode number 15, in which we are going to talk about comfort, complacency, and what it means truly to be a warrior for your family. Now, before we talk about that, man, I might go on a little, I might go on a rant today, man. I might, I'm feeling feisty. Before we do that, please consider sharing this podcast with a brother or a friend of yours, somebody just popped into your mind who you know cares deeply about his marriage and the family legacy that he's going to leave behind. Uh, The Married Man Podcast comes out once a week, and it's where we talk about how to bring our A game to our marriage, and just as important, how we become great men by stepping up to fulfill our roles as husbands and for some of us as fathers, and that, by the way, That stepping up, that becoming great men, that's what we're talking about today. Uh, My hope is that if nothing else, after listening to this, I want you to leave with enough fuel in the tank to decide that you're going to give your absolute best to your family for another week, no matter how hard it might get. So, so glad you're joining me. I do want to start by saying every single week when I record this, Man, it is just an absolute privilege that you would be listening to this. I want you to know that. I truly appreciate it, and I'm honored that anybody listens to this and that I have your ear for a few minutes each week. Uh, Listen, we live in a world, we live in a, uh, at least in in a culture that prioritizes comfort and fun rather than growth and fulfillment. And I know that there are individuals who are the exception to that, but uh, I see the message, even even those out there, right, if you hop on Instagram and you look at the success stuff, even that, the driving forces, you're going to get this house, you're going to get this car, you're going to have this watch to show your friends, and it's all geared toward eventual comfort. It's all geared toward comfort in the form of, um, you know, maybe luxuries, Comfort in the form of you won't have to work or try hard anymore after a certain point. Comfort in the form of uh, the stroking of your ego because everybody's going to think you're so cool because you're, you know, driving whatever car they're posing with in their photo. They're still using comfort as, as the driving force, as the motivator, rather than fulfillment, rather than meaning. Rather than lasting legacy, the most important thing is not your comfort. In fact, I keep getting these ads. I keep getting these ads on Instagram, and I got to admit, they've got me, and I think it's only a matter of time before I, I buy something. But they say it's this company that says comfort is a slow death, prefer pain. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty legit. That's so true. I have found that when I am pushing the boundaries of my comfort zone, rather than running away from discomfort, thing, things that I don't like, things that aren't going the way I envisioned, rather than running away from them, leaning into them is really where I begin to find myself and really where I begin to discover new you know, little mines of potential that I didn't know were there. So listen, this is a quote from C.S. Lewis. He says, if you look for truth, you may find comfort in the end. If you look for comfort, in other words, if that's your priority, then you will not get either comfort or truth. 
Only soft soap and wishful thinking to begin, and in the end, despair. You cannot settle for comfort. And I am here's why we're talking about comfort today. Because in any deep, meaningful relationship, one where both parties choose and have the freedom to truly be themselves, then we're talking about two different human beings. We're talking about differing priorities, differing personalities, and we're talking about conflict to some degree, almost with no exceptions. And the question is, does that conflict or, you know, perhaps let's call it, does that disagreement or difference become conflict? Um, and on occasion in a marriage, it's just going to, period, period. And, and it builds up over time if it's not dealt with individual conflicts become a narrative they become a story that's such a that's such a word right now narrative everybody's talking narrative they become a story in our minds that we're telling ourselves my wife just is this way or my wife just isn't that way she just believes this about me she just treats me this way it becomes a story that we then begin to look for and find whether we mean to or not uh, things in our interactions with our wife that fulfill the story we're telling ourselves, whether or not it's it's a fair assessment or not, right? And so I'm bringing up comfort because any meaningful relationship and your marriage is or should be the deepest, most important, most meaningful relationship in your life is going to have discomfort by nature. And so how we view discomfort and how we deal with discomfort is going to have a pretty significant impact on whether or not, uh, number one, whether or not we see things through in our marriage. And number two, and this is what I've talked about a lot with the married man, and this is really the, the heart of my message, whether we can reap the beautiful rewards of being in that kind of relationship and growing in the way that it offers, whether or not we can experience experience marriage as the refining fire, like I've talked about it. So Billy Graham said, comfort and prosperity have never enriched the world as much as adversity has. That is where we grow. How many of you really deeply admire guys who have played it safe or women who have played it safe? How many of you can't wait to go home and watch a movie about a dude who doesn't try anything that's too risky? It's ridiculous, right? None of us none of us admire that. We don't aspire to that and yet we do. We do settle for that. Sometimes we don't even realize it. I know I do. If you've ever seen the movie, shoot, I can't think of what it's called. Alex Hanold is the rock climber who 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 has like the the world records for several different climbs and there was a movie recently where he climbed this crazy cliff, free climbed it. I think it was called is it called free climb? Something like that? Anyway, this is what he says. My comfort zone is like a little bubble around me, and I've pushed it in different directions and made it bigger and bigger until these objectives that seemed totally crazy eventually fall within the realm of the possible. And I, man, I got to tell you guys, I've been experiencing that in my own life for the last 10 years or so, pushing those boundaries and challenging myself, and things that I'm doing now are things that I daydreamed about five to seven years ago and and didn't really daydream about them assuming they would happen. They were so far outside of my comfort zone or what I believed about myself, and now they feel pretty normal, and now I'm continuing to try to push those edges to find stuff that, that still feels crazy and make it feel normal. 
I'm going to give you an example um, of the value of just taking action when it's uncomfortable. There was this house, and this is this has been, gosh, I don't know what this was, nine years ago, eight years ago. Um, you guys know that I love real estate investing. I do, I do real estate investing, real estate development, stuff like that. And it started with me having, you know, basically not having two dimes to rub together. And I was trying to figure out how to do deals. So I started calling through Craigslist and basically calling people, um, and asking if they'd be willing to sell their house, um, with seller financing, meaning I can't get a loan, Uh, But if you own the house outright, just let me make payments to you. And I was able to find two different uh, two different properties that way. And one of them, and this is an this is a perfect example of uncomfortable, imperfect action. One of them uh, was in an area of of Nashville called Woodbine, and I bought this house from this gentleman, um, seller financed, and held it as a rental. The funny thing is, I got to the closing table, and the title company was like, "How do you want to, you know, pay your?" your um, real estate taxes. And I was so new at this that I hadn't even um, covered that base. And so all of a sudden, my real estate taxes, which came out to about 200 bucks a month on this property, weren't in the equation. And boom, there's $200 of the monthly cash flow that I thought I was about to start having that day was immediately gone. So I, I don't know if I would have bought the deal or not, but the beautiful thing is I took this imperfect action and I sold that house about a year and a half later for a very substantial gain. Um, there was some dumb luck, but what wasn't dumb luck was the fact that I picked up the phone and I called through Craigslist and I uh, took this imperfect action by buying this house and buying it with a big fat mistake right in the middle. My point is my comfort zone expanded because I took imperfect action and I was nervous as hell when I was doing this stuff. I was so nervous. But my, po- my point is, you cannot prioritize comfort. Growth happens in that, dif- in that discomfort. We are enriched, as Billy Graham said, by adversity. And I've experienced this in, in business. I've experienced it in fitness in my life. I've experienced it in my marriage, in parenting, in, in so many areas of my life. You are not meant for comfort. I am not meant for comfort. You are meant to realize potential greatness. It looks different for all of us, but it does have some things in common across the board, and one of those is discomfort. The other is fear. Fear will be involved. You are, you, there's not a path to the realization of potential greatness that does not involve fear. That is just a, that is a foregone conclusion. It's going to be there. And again, the question then becomes, what do we do with that fear? How do we respond to it? Another theme, I think, is, is persistence, endurance. Very, very few of us are going to experience a, just a smooth, easy, easy path to, to becoming the fullness of who we want to become and who we can become. The beautiful thing is, I fully, fully, wholeheartedly believe with passion that every single person alive was created with substantial potential. I don't mean everybody's supposed to be famous, everybody's supposed to be a movie star, everybody's supposed to be a millionaire. That's not, that is not the, the definition of greatness. The definition of greatness is, is the discovery of the fullness of who God created you to be, 
whether it is a phenomenal husband or father, whether it is a great businessman and a real estate developer, whether it is a professional athlete, whether it is a uh, chef, whatever, you know, whether it's to be an incredible painter or an, an unbelievable and compassionate teacher. There are so many things, but greatness is the pursuit of the expansion of that comfort zone and discovering the fullness of who you who you can be and the, the fullness of the potential that was created in you by default. You cannot give up on that. Thomas Edison said, many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. Don't give up. You are on the path to discovering the fullness of who you were created to be. Do not give up. Do not be complacent. When a, uh, Pat Riley said, when a great team loses through complacency, it will constantly search for new and more intricate explanations to explain away defeat. Man, don't we do that? Don't we don't we justify our decisions and don't we justify our prioritization of comfort? Have you ever done that? Search for ways to explain and to justify your actions, search for ways to justify your choice of comfort over commitment, over growth. Please do not hear me saying that this is easy. Please do not hear me saying that I, Brian Bandis, I'm the married man and I always prioritize growth and I never choose comfort. I constantly choose comfort. It is a ongoing, like every single day of my life, ongoing struggle for me. I mean, moment to moment, I have tasks today in building my company that I am intimidated by and I'm not looking forward to and I can probably find some busy work to do instead, still feel like I'm working and not have to endure the discomfort. And I'm not joking, it's gonna be a battle and I'm gonna have to like sit and work through it in my mind. So please don't hear me saying it's easy, but it doesn't mean that I'm wrong. I'm right. That's arrogant, but I am right about this. Do not prioritize comfort over growth, over commitment. Do not search for ways to justify the prioritization of that comfort. If you find yourself justifying it, you know that you made the wrong choice. And the fact that it's hard, the fact that it's hard is what strengthens you and it's what strengthens me. And that's what's so beautiful. And that's why I call marriage a gift. And that is why I talk about marriage as the refining fire, because thank God, If I don't quit, if I don't remain complacent, I will become a better version of Brian Bandis. I will be better tomorrow than I am today. And that's what I want to be able to say every day. And marriage is a gift that that facilitates that. It's not the only thing, but it is a key ingredient that facilitates my growth into the fullness of who I can become. It's the refining fire, baby. Warriors... And we talk about being a warrior husband, the married man, home of the warrior husband. There's a reason I decided to use that language because I'm not going to be complacent. I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight to be the man that my family deserves. I'm going to fight to be the fullness of this potential. And I'm not going to give up on building the legacy in my family that I want to build. Warriors are not complacent. They are tenacious in the face of fear, of pain, of discomfort, of adversity. Embrace that and be thankful for that opportunity for growth. Stop prioritizing comfort. Comfort comes in so many forms. Comes in the form of 
outward recognition, you know, glory, stroking my ego. It comes in easy work. Low level of resistance, low resistance work, comfort, uh, comfortable work, familiarity. Comfort comes in so many forms. It feels so good sometimes. Listen, I'm not telling you I do it right all the time. I'm not telling you it's easy. I am telling you it's so good. It is so good to choose growth. So listen, that's what I got. That's my rant. I'm feeling hyped today. I'm excited about the opportunity to make decisions today that do not prioritize comfort, but to make decisions that prioritize me fulfilling uh, my potential and leaning into who I was created to be and continuing the exciting journey of discovering who that is. I'm telling you right now, Brian Bandis right now versus Brian Bandis 10, 10 years ago is an absolute force to be reckoned with. And I know that that's going to be true again 10 years from now. I'm excited to continue to discover who I can become. And I want you to feel the same way. It is an incredible, incredible journey. And your family your family and your wife will be excited to see that man and they deserve that man. So be that man. Be a warrior husband. I love you guys. I, truly, I am so honored to talk to you every single week. So I appreciate that I had your ear for a few minutes today. Thank you so much for listening. Listen, the meat and potatoes of the married man, and I say this every week, it is the weekly newsletter. It comes out every Monday morning so that you can start your week focused on the things that matter the most. So if you do nothing else, head over to themarriedman.co, themarriedman.co. There's no M. It's not .com. I couldn't afford the M. And subscribe to the newsletter. I send out an email on Mondays and a video newsletter on Fridays every single week. Guys, thank you for spending a few minutes with me. I will see you on Friday. Goodbye. Goodbye.